This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How is everybody doing today? My name is Michael Zuber, and this is, of course, your daily financial news. This is a new show we do seven days a week. I think we've been doing this every day for the better part of two years. So if you like getting your daily financial news in 10 to 15 minute chunks, do me a favor, give me a thumbs up, subscribe, and as always, interact with me. Uh, I'm still a relatively small channel, and I review and answer almost every comment or question. First thing we got to do is we got to celebrate those that are doing the work. Uh, I'm trying to fan all of these out, and what we have here, folks, is seven new deals that I heard about yesterday. Yes, that is seven. Uh, we are going to correct, congratulate them momentarily. But what I want you to know is you can get a part of this. I got a huge stack over here and more in a box, right? I'm ready to send these out. Uh, all you have to do is find find and close a deal. I would prefer it be a good or great deal. I would, would like it to be a yield that exceeds the average in your market. If you need help doing the work, if you want to understand how I did one rental at a time, Link below for an amazing course. And of course, we are adding more and more bonus content, raising private money, self-management, house hacking, creative financing, seller financing, lots of stuff. And yes, just got five hours of flipping content the other day. I'm actually paying somebody to break that up into little chunks so we can load it into Teachable because five hours of video is a monster file. Yes, we're going to break that down and get it into I'm guessing by the 4th of July weekend. So what I've done for the first time is created a $50 coupon. If you want to buy ahead, you can use June 50 uh, to get $50 off and be ready to rock and roll with what you have now and the flipping content. But first, let's congratulate everyone. Russ and Audrey, congratulations. Aaron, congratulations. Romario, congratulations. Nick, Nick actually had two. Nick, you get two congratulations, as does Dave. Dave, you get two congratulations. So folks, these go out today. I just saved them to congratulate you, and then we move on. Last thing I want to talk about is I released a important video yesterday at 8 o'clock. Some of my most important videos actually don't get a lot of views. Uh, This was one on daily disciplines. Uh, This was a conversation Omar and I had yesterday, and Omar is one of my real estate experts. I call him the real estate entrepreneur. And um, that daily discipline one is one worth watching just because it's amazing what you can get accomplished, right? Whatever you focus on and execute happens, whether it's learning a market, as I talk about, your better finances, better health, better relationships, whatever it is. So daily disciplines are something I clearly believe in. Uh, when we're getting on to the financial news, I think we will talk about James Bullard first. I indicated on Sunday that I thought the most market-moving thing would be James Bullard's conversation. I didn't find anything yesterday morning. After about 30 minutes of looking, it, it really shouldn't have been this hard. I don't know why this was hard, but basically I found a synopsis of his discussion on Monday. And 
again, I don't know for sure, but it sort of felt watered down, right? He came out hot on Friday. Remember, lots of people pointed at Bullard's comments about raising rates in 2022, a full year earlier than the Fed wants to say. And um, he gave a kind of watered down presentation. Although he did slip one thing in that if you're paying attention, was pretty eye-opening. He basically talked about the Fed being put in a box. And what the Fed has done, actually, I think he called it a tent. I call it a box. He called the Fed's tent. And basically what the Fed is, he, he is saying, is the Fed is now put as paramount, right, the most important thing that they do, this thing called full employment. And what Bullard is basically saying is, not sure how that's going to work out because what he is pointing at is, you know what? Inflation is hotter than expected and job growth or job absorption is lower than expected. So he's talking about that mindset or mandate of the Fed to focus on full employment could be a disaster. By the way, disaster is my word, not his, but um, that was very interesting. We're going to have to watch that and see where this goes, because clearly inflation is is picking up. Uh, again, is it transitory? Is it not? I am pointing at wage inflation is real and sticky. Uh, so these are some things we're going to have to watch. Um, the jobs first mandate, Bullard is pointing at as being potentially a bigger issue than folks are looking at. So that was the market moving one. I do think it is market moving, but it's uh, not surprising that the main street media didn't pick it up. Uh, but it's something we will certainly have to watch. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go bottoms up today on this uh, notes. Uh, next up, it looks like Amazon is um, caught the attention of the Teamsters. The Teamsters is going to go on a national unionization tour of Amazon warehouse and logistics workers. Uh, apparently, the Teamsters want to unionize uh, Amazon's logistics and warehouse workers. Uh, we shall see how that plays out. Looks like Microsoft has joined Rare Company. They are the second company. Just curious, anybody know the first? Microsoft is the second company to hit $2 trillion market cap. Um, I'm going to guess most people can guess the one that was first, but uh, go ahead and leave below and see how you do. Uh, next up, I read an article about millennials giving advice to Generation Z. I thought this was interesting because it felt like just yesterday, my generation, Gen X, was giving advice to millennials. So I read the article and uh, it was actually pretty good advice, I think. So again, it was don't be in a hurry to grow up. How many of us would, uh, would, would pass that on? I think that's great advice. Measure success beyond work. That's a big one. I like that one. My generation, when I was kind of coming out of college and getting ready to go, it was kind of all work. At least that's what I remember. Take risks. Makes sense. Think ahead. Don't only live, uh, live your life once. Think ahead. Think about your decisions. And then finally, learn, but don't copy your mentors. I thought that was pretty good too. So again, shout out millennials trying to help the next generation. Pretty good advice. Looks like Amazon Prime Day exceeded expectations. Folks, we spent $11 billion in two days. $11 billion. Man, didn't we do enough Amazon shopping already? Why don't we go support our local stores? Anyways, whatever. 
Uh, look, looks like CNBC actually did a follow-up interview with that Dogecoin millionaire. I actually brought it up the other day, and it looks like CNBC was like-minded. So I've learned a few things about this individual. First off, he put 250 grand into Dogecoin February 5th. Everything he was worth. Doge was four, four cents, four and a half cents. By April 15th, he was a millionaire. Uh, before the rollover in crypto, he was worth $2 million and he refuses to sell. <laughs> Come on, get your initial capital back at least. Where is this risk mitigation coming from? 100% of his net worth is tied up in Dogecoin. Remember, I did a video on Dogecoin where 5 billion coins are created every day. There's really no team. It's a guy named Billy. Uh, no use case, just pump and dump. And uh, yeah, he's got 100% of his net worth in there. Not great risk mitigation. And best of all, he will only sell 10% of his holdings when he's worth $10 million. Well, that's a strategy. Not one I would recommend for most folks. 100% uh, of your net worth in one thing. One thing that is uh, no use case and uh, all pump and oh, just crazy. I can't, I can't, I, that hurts my head. That, that reminds me so much of the dot-com craze. It's not even funny. Mortgage applications actually jumped second week in a row. Refis were up 3% week on week. Purchases were also up 1%. Uh, remember, we did a video two or three weeks ago about a, somebody who was saying real estate's going to crash because mortgage apps are down. Well, sorry, buddy. They're up. Oh, by the way, mortgage apps aren't an indication of market crashing, but it's it's fun to it's fun to listen to. Uh, looks like uh, the other thing I want you to remember is mortgage rates rising actually has a reverse effect than most people think. As right as rates rise, people actually pull forward demand because they are afraid that the rising rates will eventually price them out. That's why affordability is still the number one metric I track. I watch. It's my kind of Red, yellow, green for my market. Right now, affordability in Fresno is still green. I suggest you figure it out for your market as well. And you do that by historically looking at your market. Where was affordability in 2000, 2005, 10, 15, 20? You get the idea. Looks like Jerome Powell was out talking yesterday, and um, he's trying. He is definitely trying. He says it is very unlikely that we see a 1970s-style inflation. There is a talk track that that is picking up. Uh, he does say that we could expect to see 4 to 5% inflation for the rest of the year before it comes back next year. Ouch. Ouch. So I guess transitory is at least six months long. Who knew? But yeah, uh, again, I think, I think the un... I think we go back to, to uh, James Bullard and we remember wage inflation. Right, that that little, uh, I don't know, what is that thing that you wheel and the little guy, jack-in-the-box, the little jack-in-the-box? I think wage inflation is going to surprise us out of nowhere. Again, inflation is up. Employment is not coming back as fast. How do you fix that? You pay more. I think we're going to see lots of Chipotles of the world who raise prices because they're paying more, but we shall see. And then lastly, looks like Warren Buffett, he's 90. I had no idea. He. Actually, I haven't seen him on TV in a while. I hope he's doing okay. But Warren Buffett is 90, and he just gave away, get ready for this, $4.1 billion to five charities. 
This, my friends, this young young man, this uh, this great investor has a goal of giving away all his wealth. He has now given away 50% or $41 billion. That's pretty amazing in my opinion. So again, that's legacy wealth. That's doing the work that's giving it away. I'm very proud of that. So uh, if you don't know already, we normally talk to Anna Kelly, REI mom on Wednesdays. She is out making memories with her family for the third week. So I have lined up another guest at nine and I will be trying to do something at eight o'clock just to keep the party going. All right, everybody have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. Be good. Uh, remember the $50 coupon just for June. So $750 and uh, get ready for all that amazing content. And again, congratulations, everybody doing deals. Let me know when they close and I too will mail you one of these. Bye-bye.